And it was just a great, great party. Nobody got hurt. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. <laughs> Okay. Uh, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Mirror Scriptura podcast. Once again, today we are going to be doing the uh, city of Dothan in the uh, Elisha narrative. And this cycle is really going to explain how Elisha became to be viewed as a traitor of Israel, how he became a uh, Israelite prophet in Syria um, or a Syrian prophet who was an Israelite. So if you haven't checked out the introductory episode for this series, be sure to do so, as well as all of the other episodes. Also be sure to check out the corresponding corresponding blog post for this episode. In the blog post, I have a mere reading maps, uh, a mere reading map, which will show you how I got the opposing narrative out of the biblical narrative. And also it has my commentary and any citations that I might have. So the primary concern for this cycle, again, it has to deal with Elijah, Elijah reputation uh, and the different aspects of that were uh, or, or are did Elisha spy on Israel for Syria uh, so the opposing narrative is going to have Israel or have Elisha being a spy for Syria and uh, so M's gonna spin that around and make it the Syrian spying on Elisha uh, and it's going to deal with what happened at Dothan. This was in the opposing narrative. This was the place where uh, where Elisha shared uh, his traitorous info with the Syrians so that they could take advantage of, of Israel mil- militarily, which also leads us into what happened at Samaria. In the opposing narrative, there was a battle there that the Israelites lost. And uh, in the opposing narrative, it's this one big happy party. Uh, once again, I'll be referring to the author of this uh, of this narrative, this Elisha narrative, as M, uh, because I'm using as my my source uh, the attributions made by uh, Tormeyore over at BibleCriticism.com, and he calls this source uh, the Miracle Workers, uh, referring to Elisha and Elijah. And so I'm just going to use the letter M to refer uh, to that author. All right, if you haven't heard of mirror reading, listen to this. Mirror reading is a method of interpreting the Bible and discovering the original authorial intent. By reflecting some of the text, mirror reading is able to reconstruct the opposing narratives or arguments that the biblical authors were responding to. Mirror Scriptura is dedicated to using this exciting method to bring new understanding to the biblical text. To learn more about mirror reading, please visit mirrorreading.com. Okie dokie, let's go ahead and get into the text. Uh, Today we're going to be in 2 Kings uh, chapter 6. Then the the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his uh, servants, saying, In such and such a place uh, shall be my camp. All right, so this is both the opposing narrative and biblical narrative. say that the uh, king of Syria warred against Israel. This is well attested in uh, history as well, I believe. Uh, They were politically, um, Syria and Israel didn't get along usually. Uh, They had some competing trade routes, so this this usually set them up as adversaries. And the man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou... 
that thou pass not such a place, for thither the Syrians are come down. Uh, that's using that term, man of God, or man of Elohim. Uh, if you want to know what that's all about, you can listen to the episode on Naaman's flesh. Uh, going, continuing with verse 10, And the king of Israel sent to the place which the men of Elohim told him and warmed, warned him of and saved himself there not once nor twice. So in the opposing narrative, uh, the Syrians were uh, raiding and attacking Israel and Israel really didn't have much of an army then and so there was no, uh, there was no resistance there and so they just uh, attacked at will. M's going to spin that around and say, well, you know, there's no army there because uh, Elisha told them that they were coming. And so they were able not to not be there and to avoid the conflict uh, altogether. So M makes it into a good thing that they were not there. Whereas in the opposing narrative, it was a bad thing for the Israelites uh, that uh, the uh, Israelite army was not there. Uh, also, this sets up Elisha to be loyal to Israel and loyal to the king of Israel by sharing this uh, this uh, secret information with the uh, king of Israel. So, uh, yes, M's going to say, yeah, Elisha was spying, but he was spying on the king of Syria through his uh, through his prophetic abilities. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was sore troubled for this thing, and he called his servants and said unto them, Will ye not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of the servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. All right, so this is very uh, pro. This is a very pro-Israel Elisha here using a uh, M using a question to um, to infer the answer that he wants us to infer. Uh, which of us is well? I guess it's explicitly said. Uh, which of us is for the king of Israel? It is Elisha, and he's the prophet. Where he's not in Syria, he is in Israel. Okay, and so the opposing narrative apparently had uh, Elisha and the king of Syria in a very cozy relationship uh, so that uh, Elisha knew the words that he spoke in his bedchamber and Emma's going to spin that and say that that's well, yeah, he knew he knew what he spoke in his bedchamber because not because of their cozy relationship, but because of his prophetic abilities. All right, continuing. And he said, go and spy where he, where he is that I may that I may send and fetch him. So M is going to be spinning the idea that um, that Elisha was spying for the Syrians, and it's going to be the Syrians spying uh, for uh, Elisha. All right, continuing. And it was told him, saying, "Behold, he is in Dothan." All right, so Dothan is a uh, was a city in Israel. Uh, it was an administrative center. Uh, it was north. I think it was. It's like northeast of uh, Samaria. So it'd be, it'd be if you're if you're if you're coming from Syria and heading to Samaria, uh, that would Dothan would be on the way, I believe. And so in Dothan, in the opposing narrative, this is going to be the place where uh, where Elisha shares military info with the Syrians, so that the Syrians know whether they should attack uh, Samaria or not. All right, verse 14, uh, Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host, and they came by night and compassed the city about. Uh, okay, this is going to be, I think this is a little bit of time shift. Uh, Syrian, the Syrians aren't going to send horses and chariots until until uh, 
until it gets to the Samaria part of the story. But uh, M needs to work work them in a little bit earlier to make sense of his of his narrative. And when the servant of the man of Elohim was risen early and gone forth, be, behold, in ho- an host. <laughs> A host compassed the city both with horses and chariots, and his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered him, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. All right, so in the opposing narrative, I think this servant was a servant uh, of the king of Syria, and he's basically going to Dothan to find out whether the Syrian army should attack Samaria or not. Uh, and so M is gonna switch that around a little bit and make make the uh, make the servant a servant of Elisha, and he's gonna uh, place him within the city of Dothan. And so in the opposing narrative, uh, it's it's King of Syria is sending a messenger to uh, to Elisha and Dothan, and the man, the uh, messenger says, you know, alas, what shall we do? And and Elisha says, they that be with us are more than they that be with them, saying that, uh, so inferring that the Syrians uh, do outnumber the Israelites, and so it's okay to go ahead and attack Samaria. All right, continuing, verse 17, And Yahweh opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Okay, so this is an addition by M., uh, so that he can explain why Elisha said, they that be with, with us are more than they that be with them. Uh, and so he inserts this uh, idea here that the, the mountain was full of chariots of fire uh, to explain that whole thing. All right, verse 18, And when they came down to him, and Elisha said unto them, This is not the way, neither is this the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. But he led them to Samaria. All right, this is kind of an awkward uh, phrase here in the biblical narrative. Uh, it doesn't really make, I don't know, it doesn't seem to make much sense to me. Um, why would they follow him? Why does he take him to Samaria? Uh, but in the opposing narrative, if you, if you factor in the opposing narrative, uh, M has to figure out a way uh, to get, if, if, if Syria is not attacking Samaria, Samaria, and the opposing original readers know a story where the Syrians went to Samaria, then he's going to have to get the Syrians down to Samaria for some reason, for some reason other than attacking them. And so this is M's explanation for that. He's just going to have Elisha lead them down there for no apparent reason. Uh, and the king of Israel said unto Elisha, uh, when he saw them, My father, shall I smite them? Shall I smite them? And he answered, Thou shalt not smite them. Wouldst thou smite those whom thou hast taken captive with thy sword and with thy bow? Set bread and water before them, that they may eat and drink, and go to their master. And he prepared great provision for them. And when they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away, and they went to their master. So the bands of Syria came no more into the land of Israel. Okay, so in the opposing narrative, the king of Israel did not smite the Syrians because the Syrians uh, beat beat them. Um, so M is going to spin that and say, well, well, you know, here's the reason why the king of Israel didn't smite them. It's because Elisha told them, told them not to. And... Uh, 
again, I think the eating and the drinking has to do with uh, celebrating the uh, victory over Israel. And so that's why the Syrians were eating and drink, drinking, uh, enjoying the plunder that they had won. But of course, Emma is going to spin that and say, well, that's just because because uh, Elisha told the king of Israel to feed them. And it was just a great, great party. Nobody got hurt. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. Uh, additionally, uh, Elisha's call refers to, this, uh, to uh, the king of Syria as their master, uh, thereby uh, inferring that it, the king of Syria was not Elisha's uh, master in, in making Elisha out to be a loyal Israelite, a loyal to the king of Israel. You have, see the wording here and projects a very cozy relationship with the king of Israel uh, who calls Elisha his, his father. So that is it for uh, for this cycle um, to review. Uh, the opposing narrative said that uh, Elisha had spied on Israel uh, for whatever reason. Doesn't really say what reason. Um, my assumption would be that uh, Elisha had backed the wrong political side of things or didn't like that political side of things. And uh, so... He was taking action against that, that political faction that he was not a part of. Uh, so Syrians inquire of Elisha at the city of Dothan, and then they go on to attack Samaria. And once again, Ammon is going to spin all that into a whole new story uh, that will make Elisha into a loyal Israelite and explains, explains what happened in Dothan, explains what happened in Samaria. All right, uh, so that's it for today. If you have any questions for me, be sure to hit me up on Twitter. My handle is at Mirror Scriptura, my, or you can contact me through my website, which is mirrorreading.com. Uh, so hope you enjoyed that. And the next cycle is the Ben-Hadad uh, prophecy, which I think that just sounds cool. All right, so until then, have a great day. Okay.